Okay, so if you don't mind, can we start from that point where you're now running trusted advisors, you're teaching, uh, you've got your speakers, and you started out as a speaker, so you're a speaker, you have your speakers, and how are you guys running that live event in terms of sales and lead capture? Because I think given that kind of context, we'll kind of set up the rest of the discussion. When, when I work with attorneys that speak, when I work with marketers that speak, when I work with any professional that is speaking, still to this day, anywhere from 30 to 50% of their um, prospects and clients are coming from some sort of speaking engagement. And so when you speak, you have you establish yourself as an authority in that area. And so in FusionSoft, we spent a lot of money getting on these stages because we knew that if we were going to be on those stage, we'd be perceived as the authority figure in FusionSoft when it comes to um, CRM, automated software, and so forth. And so we knew we had to have not only speaking uh assignments, but we had to have the best speakers up there presenting. But the challenge came in, and are you good? Uh, is the sound good? Can I keep going? The challenge came this, Ryan. So we we get up on these stages, and we'd, you know, we had introductions from, hey, you, we love Chad. He's an awesome part of, of Ryan Chapman or Ryan Dice's community, and, or however they introduced. Sometimes it was great. And then we even had people introduced, some people on our speaker team is, hey, please welcome to the stage Infusion Guy. And the guy came up, the speaker came up. And so then we had 60 minutes to convince people that they wanted to buy the software. Now, at the time, it was a $2,000 upfront, $300 a month commitment. So it was a significant commitment. And we would go through by teaching people the, you know, the things that everyone that's on this call, many of you already know and have, have perhaps even taught yourself, and that is it takes multiple interactions for people to want to buy. There are some people that are ready immediately, that are ready to buy, but oftentimes it takes multiple interactions. And so we would teach that from stage, and then at the end of the 60 minutes, we'd say, okay, buy right now. Now, the pressure, the way that it was set up, Ryan, for the in, in the Infusionsoft world is if that person did not buy and they went home and on Monday called the office and said, hey, I heard Chad speak over the weekend. I thought about it on Sunday. I talked to my wife. We're ready to buy. I wouldn't get the sale. So there's a lot so, of pressure on you guys as speakers to close in the room right there, whether it was a good idea for them or not. Absolutely. Because you guys had to get your credit for sales. Otherwise, you wouldn't earn what you needed to earn. But the challenge was, Ryan, we were finding that the people that called in later were actually better customers. They stayed longer. They thought it was a real thoughtful decision for them. They went and did a little bit of research, and they came and they said, okay, I'm ready to buy. Right, which is commonly the case. Yeah, but what happened was – we weren't getting any credit for that for the trusted advisor in the trusted advisor channel sales, and we weren't following up with them to continue the nurturing process. So we thought to ourselves, okay, we need to do something about this. We're going to go ahead and cut out half slips of paper and tell everybody, hey, fill out this piece of paper, and we're going to give you this ebook. Okay, and the ebook was how to fix follow up failure, and so we gave them to everybody. And we would get around 30% of the room to say, okay, I'll fill this out. Which um, really isn't bad for, for the worst way you can do it. Yeah, it, it wasn't terrible. But then, but then we were just, as a team, we thought we've got to do something differently. We have to do something differently. And this is where we went a little bit rogue. And that is we, the trusted advisor department or the channel sales department, we got our own Infusionsoft app, went and got Fix Your Funnel, and started doing lead capture from stage. So I love this. And this is you know something that I think is that is a credit to your guys and your team is the, the willingness you guys had to go outside of protocol to make sure you got stuff done. So you guys knew the power of Infusionsoft. You knew the power of coupling that with Fix Your Funnel and said, hey, we got to have that for us in order for us to do the best job we can at helping people recognize and get the power of Infusionsoft. So you guys went off of what it was at NetSuite maybe at the time? 
No, we were, we were. It was actually Salesforce and Marketo. Oh, was it already? Okay, so you're like, yeah, we can't even with that. So we're going to go ahead and go Infusionsoft and fix your funnel, and then we'll at some point transfer that stuff over to the big CRM. That's correct. That's exactly what we did, and it and it changed everything. For one, um, trusted advisor sales lead capture went from capturing thirty percent of the room to capturing over ninety percent of the room. That's a pretty big deal. And it, it, yeah, it was just an incredible, incredible increase because the one thing um, that's lacking now more than ever in the world is leadership. And when you have a lead capture like Fix Your Funnel, when we're doing that from stage, we, we're leading people and helping them take easy steps to be successful. And and I know you're a big fan of Don Miller's story brand, as am I. And, and Don Miller says the brain is wired to do two things survive and burn as few calories as possible. So when we would be speaking from stage, someone would say, oh, wait a second. Okay, I really want how to fix your follow-up failure. How do I do that? And then when you hand them a paper, that's one of those things that you think is simple, but it's like, I gotta consume too many calories to do that. When I say text this word to this number, it's very simple and you're leading the way and people are like, okay, these guys know what they're doing. They're leaders in the community. They're leaders in this automation. I'm going to opt in. So we went from 30 to over 90% of people saying, okay, let's do this. Well, that, and it's, I think the question that comes up for a lot of people is, okay, you guys are supposed to be selling though. So how did that impact in the moment sales? Did sales go down, stay the same, go up? What, what happened once you guys started collecting leads that way? Because that's always a concern, right? You got to look at the whole picture, not just the front end. I mean, that's like people bragging about the size of their list. Really doesn't matter. It's how much money do you guys actually bring home at the end of the day? So how did that impact sales when you guys suddenly were getting 90% of the room to text in? Okay, what happened, Ryan? And that's a great question because a lot of people think, oh, wait, if I use Fix Your Funnel, then people will think they've already taken an action step. And so... It's no, you, you get them beginning to take action steps, which gets them to take the bigger action step, which actually is purchasing the product. So sales in room sales actually increased as well. So, so it was part of that because of the demonstration that you guys are actually able to engage them in. Because uh, from what I understand, you guys would like have them text in. Then you say, oh, check your email inbox, by the way, because there's something in there and I'm still up here talking to you. It was something to that effect. Was there not that kind of demonstration going on? There was. The only the only hang up to it was when we when they would come to the back of the room when we had to explain to them that they had to also purchase Picture Funnel to get that experience. Because that was that was everyone's favorite part. They're like, I'm like, why'd you buy Infusionsoft? They're like, well, because you did that incredible text lead capture. I think I can do that on my webinars or I think I can do it here. And we're like, okay, well, about that. You also need fix your funnel to to make that happen, but but they were still very okay. Excited. So in the room, sales actually went up because, and it could be just in part because of that engagement that's happening in the texting part that kind of made them more engaged with you guys as an audience. Or right, I mean, you're the speaking expert. What do you feel like is well, was the factor there? Because I think it's important for people that are um, that are listening. To understand why, how does this thing work as much as, you know, what happened in that so that they can make sure they're doing the right parts. Right. So what, Ryan, what we were doing is we were getting people to make micro commitments throughout the presentation so that they were already saying, okay, listen, Chad, I'm going to, as Ryan Dice would say, I'm going to start dating you during this relationship, right? And so here's my phone number. So they already gave us their phone number. So it was like, okay, so we're, we're, we're building a relationship here. And when I teach, when I teach. Um, so is that sort of um, a measure then for you guys of how well are we connecting with the audience on how many people pull up their phone? It's like a, a visual. I mean, okay, so this right. doesn't apply maybe in the video context or the webinar context, but in the live speaking context, it was a visual sign to you that yes, I've enrolled the audience in some way where I've earned enough trust that they're willing to actually take physical action, not just cross their arms and shake their head. Yes, and also, and also Ryan, 
people will people will rise to whatever level of expectation you establish for them. And and when I teach entrepreneurs and business leaders how to present, I'll tell them that listen, if you ask them to text a number to this and a bunch of people just sit there and do nothing, you stop and you go, "Okay, wait a second." And you and you get them to enroll, you get them to take out their phone and you get them to engage with you because a lot of people think that when it comes to speaking, that they want to be an entertaining speaker. And when I teach um, entrepreneurs and business leaders, I always tell them, you never want to be entertaining. You want to be engaging. Because no one left a Jerry Seinfeld presentation and thought, man, I got to be better at business. You know, you you don't want to be entertaining. You want to be engaging. And getting them to text in their number gets them to lean forward and heightens their level of engagement. And so they're like, okay, I just texted Chad here. We've already started this communication. Now they know it's automated, but psychologically it creates a conversation to build trust within the relationship. And it's amazing. And for many, I'm confident there are people on this training that have done this before. It's amazing to feel the energy of the room when they're going, oh, okay, wow, this is real. No way. This is really cool. And it creates a, Okay, listen, there's an exchange of value. Now there is a this is a literal of exchange a literal exchange of value. You just gave me your phone number. I'm giving you an ebook or or whatever. I'm giving you a one page or whatever it is you're giving. I'm giving you a video training. And that literal exchange of value is happening right in the middle of your presentation. And so Ryan, that's why that's one of the main reasons why I believe when we came to the end of the presentation sales increased in the back of the room because the commitment to argue. Right. Well, the first thing I would say is the thought process of saying I'm going to break up my momentum is is troubling to me because it's all about them and their experience. Right. Because the best speakers have the people leaving talking about the content you shared, not about you. Okay. And so so you're saying you have to flip on its head that perspective of this is about me and my flow because you and your flow really doesn't matter at the end of the day. It's the flow of the audience. And how does the audience walk away from that experience is going to determine actually your financial outcome. So they might clap at the end. Wow, that was quite a performance, but they'll never remember you. uh, One, they won't ever remember you. Ryan, one, they won't ever remember you. And two, they'll never do anything with what you've asked them to do. Which is the big deal. And which is the big deal because... Anyone who gives a presentation, they need, they need people to leave doing something, right? Now, people will say, no, I'm just, it's a non-pitch event or I'm just doing an educational piece. Well, Ryan, if you've given content and haven't given direction what to do with the content, you've just wasted everybody's time. You, you've got to give them keys to help them be more successful. And so as I look at, um, as I look at when we placed the text opt-in at the um, and at Infusionsoft, we would do it in the middle of the presentation. So just now, right in the middle. And why did you guys choose then? I'm going to try and plug in another microphone and see if I can pick up better sound. But go ahead. Uh, we chose Ryan. We chose the middle because at the beginning we we didn't have the trust yet for people to give us the email or excuse me to give us the text message. to give their text message and their email. They weren't ready for that at the beginning. The middle was a perfect time because it also allowed them to make a micro commitment. And then we finished with the actual purchase of the product. And so 
we had to do it in the middle. If we did it towards the end, we would be asking them to do too many things. We'd be asking them to do this and this. But instead, we're saying, okay, hey, you may want to consider exercising. And then at the end of it, we said, okay, we need you to diet and exercise, right? But if we would have waited to the end and said, okay, you need to change your diet and exercise, we'd have lost a lot of people. But because we had them committed midway through, okay, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I'm also. That's been my experience too, is that if you do it early enough on, you're actually engaging them with you and connecting them with you because now you've said, no, I expect you to do this. And sort of that leadership component you brought up. You demonstrate, hey, I'm a leader. I'm actually going to lead you somewhere. I expect you to take action, which a lot of people you know, thrive for that. I mean, Dan Kennedy puts it in a way that's almost a little demeaning. He says people are walking around with their umbilical cord looking for a place to plug in. But the reality is that we do look for people that are competent in what they do and can give us guidance so we can get to the, the, the promised land that we're looking for. And if you demonstrated during the first half of your speech or talk whether it's a webinar video or you know a live presentation, that you actually have expertise in what you're talking about, the, the likelihood that then when you enroll them to take a physical action, that you're going to have more success than getting them to take the next things that you need them to take in order for them to get to the destination they're going to. We're going to talk in terms of sales and revenue, but those are representations of trust and hopefully moving people in the right direction in their lives and taking them to a place of greater value in their lives overall, right? That's the, that's the whole concept here. But we're going to use those terms, revenue and sales, to do that. So you did get an increase in sales. You did get more yeah. leads. Now, you now are able to connect who's buying with who you spoke to, and even if that purchase doesn't happen at the event. So what happened to sales overall in the Trust Advisor program as a result of the changes you guys started to make? Oh, we increased by hundred percent. We, it was, it was significant because of what happened. I also believe, let me, let me also add one. Yeah. Back up if you need to. I just, I'm let me just back up one, one thing. When you're asking for their number. Okay. I want everyone to remember this important principle. And that is this people match your energy in three minutes or less. Okay. So whatever, whatever energy you're bringing, they're going to match it at three minutes or less. So I want you to think about if you ever did in a webinar or in a um, even in a video or in a live presentation, when you ask them to text in, if you're excited about them texting in and if it feels like the natural right thing for them to do, then they will be excited and feel like, oh, it's the natural right thing for me to do. But the problem with too many speakers when I would coach them at Infusionsoft and, and the private clients I have now I would say, okay, listen, when you get to the texting part, 90% of the speakers change their energy. Yeah, because they they feel like they're doing something. Right. And so the audience or the group you're speaking to is going, wait, I'm I'm nervous. Why, Why am I nervous? And it's because they're matching your nervous energy. And so you're up there and you're like, okay, and you type this great content and you go, okay, now I want you um." Take, take out your phones real quick, unless, unless you don't want to, then that's fine too, right? And you may not say that, but that's the message, that's the energy you're sending when you go, take out your phones real quick. I want you, I want you to get this one pager. It's really critical. Wait, there's a few of you that don't have your phones out. Take out your phones. This is an awesome one pager, okay? You're going to want this. This is going to be something that's going to really change the way you're doing it. And then people are like, oh, okay. It's, it's very natural, and they feel your natural, comfortable feeling and energy. Where I, I, people are like, I think ahead. that's why you have to, as a presenter, you have to get to a place inside your own heart that you know that what you're doing is good for the people you're serving. And you have to be crystal clear on that. And that's why I see people struggle that do present, whether it's a video you know, um, whether it's a webinar, whether it's a live presentation, where they struggle is there's part of them that hasn't reconciled what they do to the value they actually bring to people. And so there's part of them that's unclear about, am I really bringing value to people? And I get that at the beginning of any new venture. You may not be 100% clear. You may be kind of 
trying to convince yourself that, yeah, this is going to be good for people. But you've got to get to that place where you know, hey, what I'm doing is going to make a huge positive impact. I know at Fix Your Funnel that we change people's lives. We change their businesses significantly. If they'll listen to us, if they'll use the tools the way that we recommend, I know they're going to get great results just like you guys did at Infusionsoft. And so I don't have any qualms about asking people to do stuff. Now, I still try and make it so that there's no risk on their part to get started with right. us, you know, like with our dollar trial. But that's not because I'm nervous about, you know, are we going to be able to deliver? I know that we'll deliver and it'll be great for them. And that's why, like, I throw all this time and effort into our, you know, customer support because I want people to know we're going to take care of you. We're going to be there for you. If you got, if you run into any question, any trouble, we're going to take care of you. And because I have that level of confidence, and I can always speak confidently about Fix Your Funnel because I've, I've reconciled what is the good that I bring to the market? And so as a speaker, especially, you have to have that so that as you speak, you're going to be confident. You're going to be able to tell people um, and when it comes to asking for them to do the text. And, and you're not going to have any hesitation whatsoever. I felt like Don was a great example of that when he was at the last Icon and he was speaking in his breakout room. You could tell he didn't have any hesitation about, well, I wonder if this is going to be valuable for people. You know, is this an even exchange of you know, their phone number for, you know, my, you know, you know, five things every website must have. He knew it. He knew it was going to make a difference. And that you have to be in that place because that's, that will sabotage if you're like, you're saying timid or not matching the energy. And there are, and, and, and we'll get to this, but there are five things I want to talk specifically about that I believe shifted and changed when we start using the let's, let's go into those because I, I don't you did you yeah. have one question to answer you said sale no you answered it sales doubled as a result of you guys making this shift that's a correct deal. okay so that's resolved so yeah go into these five things and how they well it, it changed everything and i think um the the first one and we've been talking a little bit about this is the first one is the energy in the room shifted the energy of the room changed, and, I, and it, it changed for two reasons. One, because I believe the audience increased their energy because they were engaging in the experience. They were not entertaining. The best speaker we ever had in Infusionsoft, I won't mention his name, but he's by far the best speaker we ever had, was consistently our worst salesperson. And that's because they were worried, Ryan, about the flow of the presentation rather than getting people to engage. They were worried more about entertaining than they were engaging. So, and 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 by the way, Ryan, and I know you'll send my contact information. If someone wants to email me and reach out and say, hey, Chad, here's my presentation. When would you see the natural fit for my text opt-in? I'll help coach them through that. But the reality is, this individual was worried about being an entertaining speaker instead of an engaging speaker. So no one left ever purchasing Infusionsoft. No one left ever doing anything. And people would always tell them as they were walking out the door, you're the best speaker I've ever seen. And so, well, can I pause real quick? Cause there's, can you hold that thought? Because there's two questions that came through kind of on this topic and they're like, okay, I'm doing a webinar or I'm doing a presentation. Um, you know, okay. They're both saying webinars, I think. Would you put okay. that in the middle of the webinar, and will that disrupt it? But I think what you're saying is exactly the same thing, whether it's live or webinar, which is you're there to engage the audience, not to give a presentation. And so if yeah. you're going to move people, then yes. What I found um, to be super effective is introduce it at that midway point. So, for example, we probably should lead by example here. Let me... Um, We've got this uh, here. Let me try and go a little more into this part right here. So th this is a little. Um, well, you can scan that there if you want. You, on the screen, you guys see the phone number one four eight zero seven eight seven zero nine nine one, and you text the number one to it. What it's going to give you is this little perfect presentation uh, one pager that um, Chad put together, and. You, you can get that and go through it, but it'll basically give these main points that you're going to go through. And I asked Chad, because we were chatting about this training, I said, Chad, is there any kind of one pager you can give folks so that as they're going to do their next video, they can have those prompts about what you're going to talk about as we chat? And he said, absolutely, put that together. And, of course, I made him use a text message called to action so you guys can see it in action. And I also have him put on this QR code. We did that this morning. 
And the reason I did the QR code, if you have an iPhone, you're watching this on your desktop, pull up your iPhone, open up the camera, and point it at the QR code. You'll see a little button across the top of your your camera app, you know, in that little preview picture, and it'll say, you know, you know, press this button, or it'll be a little button there. Press that button. It'll ask you then to open the Messages app. You'll tap that, and then the phone number and the keyword are pre-filled out. You just have to hit the Send button. And we'll show this again later. If we were doing slides, though, what I would do, and this is what I always do, is either across the top or the bottom. Now, if I'm doing a webinar, I'll just do it across the bottom. If I'm doing a live presentation, I do it across the top. I keep that call to action, the, in this case, like text 1 to 480-787-0991. So I've got that across the top if it's a live presentation, just because heads, I don't want heads to get in the way and cut off the bottom. If I'm doing a webinar, I do it across the bottom because I may want the focus to be on the, the majority of the slide. But you just put like a little banner across the bottom with that call to action. You explained it at the point where you know you've enrolled enough trust and you've made enough of a point. And then you say, okay, if you want this, go ahead and text you know there. And then you go on. So that's sort of like what you call a trial close, right? And Right. But but also I want, you, I want to add this. When you're doing it, make sure... You're knocking through it. Make sure that you're going, okay, I want you to text in. Okay, I'll give you a second to do this. Text in the word, text the word one to 480. That's a common mistake that we see. And it's. I think it goes back to that, how do you feel inside about that? Right. You feel like you're pulling a fast one on people? Because if that's what you feel like, you're going to rush through it. But mm -hmm. if you understand, my only point in being here, my only point in speaking is to get this opportunity for you to connect with my stuff. Um, we'll show we'll show that um, number again in just a second. So and and also Ryan with 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 the one pager, I'll give them um, a preview of one of the modules in my courses that talks about questions, specifically questions, stories, and questions, and how we rush too quickly through the story or the question, because we will ask a question or we'll ask somebody to do something, whether it's a real question or it's just asking them to text in this number. And then when we go through it quickly, it gives the impression to the audience or the people we're speaking to, they don't really expect me to do it anyway. Yeah. And I, I know I've been guilty of that too, when I wasn't properly prepared, you know, uh, mentally for, you know, extending the, the invitation. So you, it is something that's going to happen. Just make sure that you're paying attention to that because like, if you're going to go speak to a big group, that's your only point, right? Your only point is to capture the leads so that you have an opportunity now and in the future to communicate and continue that your conversation and then to invite them to take action now. Right. And so if you have no other point because if you go up there and you entertain, I guarantee there's something else more entertaining. So that's like one of the rules of the world is wherever there's something that's good, there's something better. There's something worse, but there's always something better. So if there's something that's entertaining, so you say, oh, man, I'm so entertaining. I'm just going to wow them with my entertainment. Guess what? There's something more entertaining. There always is. Wherever there's one thing, there's something better. And so with that, don't don't let yourself think that that's enough. You've got to connect and get that information. Okay, so I derailed. Go ahead and go back. No, no, and, and I don't want you to entertain. I don't want you to wow them with your entertaining. I want you to wow them with your content. I want you to get them excited about the content, not about you. I mean, Ryan Ryan doesn't care if people are talking about Ryan Chapman. He cares about people talking about how Fix Your Funnel is changing their business, right? That's that's what's exciting to Ryan. If they go, if, if Ryan's at an event and someone gets up and goes, I, I just got to talk about Fix Your Funnel. This is crazy how this, this is this one purchasing this one product has changed everything we do. It's amazing we're doing this, this, and this. And the guy's name, I think it's uh, Ryan Chavez. He's amazing. I, I don't know. Ryan doesn't care. He's like, I don't care, whatever. To be honest, I get the chills about the transformation that they had in their business. And I feel humbled that we get to be a part of that. So for me, that's the way it is. And that's, I think, how you need to be about whatever content you're bringing. Because if you do... Money is attracted to that scenario. Money is not attracted to desperation, to the need. So the need for money doesn't attract money. What attracts money is, is competence and confidence and that focus on actually bringing a solution to another person. And so that's a big part of preparing to make that presentation. So I, I interrupted, though. I do want to get back to 
you, so you've covered one or two now so far. Yeah, the energy. I, I really want to, to to realize that the energy of the room changes with the audience as they engage in texting. Their commitment has also increased because they've just shown, like Cialdini, Cialdini talks about, consistency and commitment. They just texted in and they're going, okay, I just gave Chad my number. I just gave Ryan my number. I, I should lean forward and at least listen to what he's saying, but also the energy of the speaker, because all of a sudden the pressure for us is gone because we're like, okay, I've got 100% of the people's names and numbers in this room. Okay, I'm good. Now I can relax and and feel more comfortable, which, which brings me to the second point, which is authenticity. When you use, when you use that number to capture the leads, the pressure is reduced and you can be a more authentic version of yourself. And the reason why scream authenticity is so critical is we've never lived in a more fake world than the one we live in today. No one believes Instagram. No one. I mean, fake news is now something that people speak about commonly. And, and so it's like, OK, we have fake news. We have fake Instagram. We have fake Facebook. We have everything is fake. I'm looking for authentic. And so that's when I. In my, in my course and when I'm working with private clients, I'm always telling them, don't try to be somebody else. Be you and, and implement the right tools and methodology that enables you to be you. And this Fix Your Funnel um, texting is one of those tools that I'm we're obviously talking about today, but allows you to be a more authentic version of yourself. Don't be that car salesman. Don't be that person that you're not. Be the authentic version. Do you feel like then... Uh not only was it a matter of engagement, but taking the pressure off of your speakers is allowed them to be more authentic and more focused on the audience. And so as a result, sales went up. So maybe it's not so much about the mechanism of people texting in alone, but that that relieved from the speaker, all this pressure and stress that they were carrying going in. That's the part that gives you the butterflies and everything. In part, it's like, yeah, I want to do a good job. I want to deliver the content. But for a speaker that's selling, a large part of that is, am I going to make the money I need to be able to pay my bills, take care of the loved ones, go on the vacation, whatever the thing may be? And that pressure is intense, and it manipulates who you are. And so once they, they know that that is in place, and you called it the safety net at one point, because I, it was like instead of doing this high wire act with no net, it was like installing a net underneath it. So they knew even if they slipped up, they were going to have something to catch them so they weren't going to die. That's exactly right. That's what we did call it. We called it a safety net to allow the speaker to know that, okay, look, you have 100% of these people, okay? Now the ones that are ready now, they're going to raise their hand at the end because you've caused them to make a micro-commitment. But those who haven't or won't be ready today, don't worry about it. You'll get them next month. You'll get them next year. And so it allows you to remove that pressure because there is a safety net. You have that safety net. I, I was thinking about the safety net specifically. I was Coronado Bridge, Ryan, I'm sure you've driven over that a few times. The Coronado Bridge in San Diego, California. It's a pretty high bridge. And as you're driving over it and you try and glance over, it's, it's kind of frightening. And you ha But you have these barriers on the side. Now, if you remove the barriers, it would cause you to tense up significantly. But I've never hit those barriers. I've never ran into them. But it's like a knowing, but stairway without the rails. Like if you've right. ever been yeah. in a, yeah. a new home that doesn't have the handrail and it's got open stairs, it is for me, like I'm six seven, but I'm scared of heights. So right. if I even get on a step and we're up four feet and there's no handrail, I'm scared to death. But I've walked upstairs millions of times and not touched the handrail, you know? And that's what we're doing with the safety net. That's what you're doing to allow you to be more authentic. We're just putting up those safety rails. So then you can drive over the bridge. You can walk up those stairs and feel totally comfortable as opposed to being like, okay, wait a second. If I fall here, what's going to happen? And when, you're, when you aren't capturing those leads, even via webinar or via video or however you're doing it, it causes you to try and push harder than you should. I think and, I brought this up with um, um, Ollie on my last training that we did together. But I feel like this also is that base hit concept. 
of I'm taking base hits instead of just having to hit the home run from the stage or in the webinar. And so even if people are like, well, I got people to register for my, my webinar, so what do I need to do anything else with? If I'm having people text in, now I'm capturing their phone number, which I maybe didn't get reliably pre-webinar if I wasn't enforcing it. And so it's still going to give me more options. And so it'll help take the, the pressure off. Yeah, Ollie was obviously quickly comparing it to cricket, but um, I'm not sure how big baseball is in the UK. I don't even know how cricket works, so I'm sorry. I can't even follow you on that one. Any, any, any sport that lasts more than a couple of days. So, But the uh, but that second piece, that, that authenticity is huge. So the energy. Authenticity, authenticity what's my the, third? Oh. The third one is the value. The, the value, because when people get up, they're immediately trying to gauge how much value are you going to bring to this presentation. And when you suggest or imply that not only am I giving you a ton of value during this presentation, I have more value that's coming to your inbox or coming to your phone, then people are like, oh, wow. The perception is that you have a ton of value to bring to the table, that I don't even have time to cover this now. We're going to give you more value. Go ahead. So, um, I, you know, I, I know a lot of our fixture funnel users will, you know, give their slides away as their their giveaway, right? Right. And part of that is they're saying, "Hey, don't worry about taking copious notes. You know, just be present here with me because I'm going to send you my slides, and those will remind you of all the stuff that we talked about today. So, you know, just text slides to you know the number you see on the screen, and then I'll send those out to you. I know a few people in the comments." mentioned that, that that's what they have done. Um, how does that correspond with not only the value, but the, I mean, is there an authenticity or energy element of the audience that you're, you're looking to address as well? Or is that like four right. or five in terms of what you're looking at? Okay, it is. It's that you're absolutely right. Because when, when people share that, and I do like that when they say, oh, you know what, because people start taking pictures of the slides and so forth, it gives the impression to the audience that, wow, everyone here is grasping the value of what Ryan is saying or what Chad or whoever is saying. I better listen closely. Yes, I want these slides. Whether I'm going to consume these slides or not, I don't know. But I'm actually, I am going to, you know, text in so I can get these slides because people are looking for content. They're looking for value and they're looking for you to deliver that. And when you give them the slides or you give them whatever it is that you have, it gives them that impression that that's what you're about. You're about giving, extending value. If my whole philosophy is about creating relationship, right? I feel like you want to try and create a heart to heart connection. Um, right. And that's probably, I think probably falls into authenticity as well. That I'm going to be totally me. I want you to be totally you. And let's see if we can connect. If we don't connect, that's probably a good sign that we shouldn't you know, do anything else in the future. But if we are connecting, right, that's a really good sign that we've got something in the future to do together. And so for me, that's what I'm looking for. And so when I see people doing the slides thing, I hope that what they understand that they're doing is opening that door for that person to let their guard down. Let their, their tension of, oh, i got to capture this or I'm going to miss it go yeah. down so they can just be present and right. connect. Because I feel like that connection, if someone can get to that point where they're not worrying about all the other things, but they can actually connect with that speaker. And that speaker isn't worrying about, am I giving the best presentation possible? They're worried about connecting with that audience and then leading that audience somewhere. I think that, that connection allows you to actually lead in a very powerful way long-term. And so I think that that's one of those great benefits that can come when you can find ways to help get into that person's um, psyche and allow the stress to go down, allow the barrier to go down, and you know get them in that place where they're going to be able to really match your energy a lot quicker too. Well, and remember, Simon Sinek says, you, you are not looking to do business with everyone who needs what you have, but to do business with, with those who believe what you believe. And so you're looking to try and connect with as many people that believe what you believe. And when you present value and give them an opportunity to raise your hand, raise their hand, they're connecting with you. If somebody comes and says, listen, I don't believe in cell phones and I don't think texting is the way of the future, then Ryan, you're not interested in connecting with that person. So you're looking... You're looking to connect 
with those who believe what you believe and offering those slides. The other thing that slide um, example that you gave does, it's, hey, Ryan, I've just spent, I've spent days, even weeks on these slides and there's a ton of good content and a lot of value here. I'm gonna go ahead and give those to you. And people are like, whoa. Plus combine that with the years of experience that I have to help contribute to these slides. I'm handing you a lot. And people are like excited and grateful for so that. Do you, so communicate, kind of do you communicate that call to action in that way then if you're doing that? Do you try and express, here's what I put into this. So yeah, we're gonna have a good time together. We're gonna learn some really great stuff for you. I want you to know I spent a lot of time putting the right information in here so that when you get these slides, know that this has got decades of my past experience with my own business, with my clients, you know, whatever the case may be to give it context. Do you go that deep as you're explaining before you ask them to do something? If you do, the only thing I would advise is just make sure you don't make it about you. So let me give you an example. Yeah, Say, I was wondering about that because it's like, hey, I did yeah. this. Me, 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 me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you just say, hey, man, I know I know. there's a lot of you that, that are interested in these slides. There's a ton of content in these slides. I get that. There's a ton of content that can help you grow your business, a ton of experience that I've had that will help you become – the business owner you want to become, I want to it's the my experience to your benefit that you're making right. that connection. Yeah, I wanted to call that out for everybody that's you know with us so that they know that's how you want to be doing that that setup because you can do that super wrong when you start making it all about you. And so it's a matter of if you are going to bring up what you put into it, you now connect it to them. So I put this together so that you can get a clear picture of how to X Y Z. And, and for those that text in and they get that free module for my course, I talk about that story, that story piece, how you use story to actually make it a part of somebody's That's super critical too. And, and not make it all about you because the energy when, and I don't want to, if we could just jump back to energy for just a second, energy in the room increases the moment you make your presentation about the audience. And the challenge for a lot of speakers is they get to a point where even after they've had energy, they're authentic, they've given great value, the presentation's going really well, and they're like, oh, man, I'm good. And then all of a sudden, as soon as you do that and make it about you, the energy in the room dies. And whenever I share this with, with clients, they're always like, no way. I saw that happen. And you can see real life experiences where someone's doing an incredible job presenting and then all of a sudden just made it about themselves and the energy in the room dies and you never knew. Everyone's like, why, why did the energy die? Because it's always about them. The moment you make it about you, the energy is gone. And so you, you have to really capture them. The, the fourth thing I want to touch on um, quickly, and you've, you've alluded to it, is in each one of these areas, trust is built. The fourth thing is trust. And, and we all know the phrase, people buy from those they know, like, and trust, right? But think about this for a moment. In a recent study, 55% of people said they will pay a premium to work with someone they trust. When you capture, when you capture their lead, from stage and you nurture them, you are building trust with them saying, listen, you, it, how, how is trust built when someone says, if you don't make a decision right today, Ryan, then I'm not going to do business with you. Right. But if someone says, Hey, I get it. I'm going to nurture you. There is a trust there to where, okay, Ryan's confident enough in fix your funnel that if I'm not going to buy it right now, hey, that's okay. Maybe now's not the right time for you. But when it is right, then you know what? You really need to look us up. People are going, wait a second. I, I trust him. But if someone walks away, you're dead to me. I need you to buy fix your funnel right now. Uh, now, now doesn't work. You're dead to me. You move on. There was a trust that dropped. And Ryan, we were doing that on the speaker team. Well, of course. Before we did that, I had a guy come up to me, true story, comes up to me and he says, Chad, I want to buy Infusionsoft, but I'm from Australia and I just have to get home and get some things taken care of. 
can I give you my contact information? What can you do? Now, remember, Ryan, I didn't get credit for this because we hadn't set up the lead capture the way that we had with Fix Your Funnel. And I said, yeah, just call the office. And I went on to the next person. They've got a credit card. They've got a credit card. They've got a credit card. And it changed the whole dynamic of it. And so when you do that, you are you build trust at a higher level higher level. The other thing is when you're doing it, and I know a couple people have asked about webinars, when you do it in a webinar, remember the people already know that you have their content information because they registered for the webinar. So they already know you have their information. So when you're asking to give additional information by texting in a number, they're going, wait a second, they already have my information and yet they still want to give more and more and more. That trust shoots through the roof. Because they're going, okay, this is this is more value. This is greater for me. I have greater trust because they already have my email and phone number. I've already opted in for this to be on the webinar. But they're going to yet give more, which also contributes to that trust. Okay, so we've got the trust. What What's the fifth element? I'm sorry. The I'm fifth, just super curious. The, the fifth one is action or sell. The fifth one is action or sell. And what do I mean by that? People, people that create presentations that don't have people doing something are wasting their time. You have to have them do some sort of action. And when we create and when we use that, um, the Fix Your Funnel opt-in, it got us focused on making people take action. And so you still ask people to take action and, and buy there, but is that that's not always the action that you're inviting people to take at the end of your presentation to purchase. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely not. No, but you've got people to do something and, and you want them, you want people to do something. If I ask you, and if I ask everyone on this training, Ryan, who are the most inspirational people in their lives? They're the people that got them to take some form of action. They're the people that got them to do something. It's not that, Oh, I mean, my kids, um, I have nine kids, as you know, and when they're feeling, when they want, my son, he plays volleyball, and um, after after a game, if he wants to know how he, he's a setter, he if he wants to know how he really set, he goes to his mom. He doesn't come to me, right? If he had a terrible game, he comes to me, and he's like, hey, dad, what'd you think? Oh, you're awesome. You're the best. He's like, thanks, dad. Hey, just tell mom I'll text her later, <laughs> right? Because Cassie will tell him, my wife will be like, listen, you're served, man. What what are you doing? If when you play what, volleyball. What's that? Did she play volleyball? No, no. But she's still, so she's, she's the tough one in the, in the family and you're the, you're the nice one. Well, no, I don't cop, know. And he's, she's bad cop. No, but you know, what's interesting, Ryan, in the point of this experience is that they, they always go to her to get the truthful answer because she gets them to take action. So my wife, she'll be, she'll sit back and go, listen, every time you rush your serve, you fault. You, you've got to stop and take a moment and serve. She's like, I'm watching you, you know, and, and she'll tell me that she can tell, and, and you've been around the sport of volleyball too, that she can tell when he throws up the ball, whether, you know, to 90% accuracy, whether it's going to be in or not, you know, just by the way he's tossing the ball. And so she's talking to him about that. And so she, he wants, he actually prefers in the long run to talk to her because she's getting him to take action to get better. Right. And that's what we want as people when there's a problem in our lives or there's a dream that we're aspiring to, we want someone who's going to help us take action. And so if you give this great presentation, you do this, you know, neat thing and you don't get them to take any action. It was all for naught and everybody wasted their time. And, and, and what it shows, Ryan, is you really don't care. For example, if you were if you were in a group of just 10 people and you talked about how Fix Your Funnel can really change their life and really make them better and showed them examples and got them excited about it. And then you said, all right, do whatever you want to do. And you walked out of the room. They would be like, that jerk didn't even care about us enough to give us the tools to get us to where we need to be. But if you were to say, okay, let me show you how this works. You get on a trial and you get them to take action. They're like, oh, that's awesome. I promise you, you are not going on a lot of vacations for a $1 trial. 
However, you're going, okay, but listen, I care enough about you guys. Look, you really need to do this. You need to take some form of action. And my kids know that their mom is going to get them to take some form of action to be better. And even though they may cry and complain about it and they may go, oh, it's still they become better because of it. And those are the types of customers and clients you want, the ones that are going to take action and become better because of it. Okay, so we've got those five that kind of pulls that all together. And so that was kind of the secret then for you guys getting Infusionsoft turned around. Because I would say 100% increase in sales is a pretty big deal. It was huge, Ryan. It was huge. It, it went from, and I don't want to pull the curtain too far back because I obviously I left Infusionsoft on very good terms. I have obviously tremendous, tremendous respect for Clay. He's a dear friend. It was a, it was a difficult departure when I made that decision to leave, you know, cause I, I love them. And, um, but, um, the trusted advisor program was in jeopardy of being canceled. Like, I don't know if we're going to do this anymore to the point of, Oh man, this, this is incredible. We, how can we get, how can we get more from them? It was, it, I, I can't underscore it enough. I get pretty passionate about it, pretty excited about it because it literally changed the way we're doing it. And, and when I get off this webinar, I'll think to myself, I don't think I made that clear enough because it really, really, really. Well, I hate to, I hate to say this because it almost seems like it's not nice to say, but I think you guys probably even missed a bigger opportunity if we could have got you guys to use the dialer. And, uh, you know, use some of our pre-call SMS and some of the other functionality. But that's okay because you guys did double the sales, and that's phenomenal. But it, it, Absolutely. There are and, some, and there's and some, like another not. level. I think I'm saying that maybe more for the people that are watching. I want you guys to know that there's levels. So if you're getting some great results because you took step one, like Chad and the Trusted Advisor program took at Infusionsoft, that's great. And I, that is phenomenal. You guys should all go out to dinner and celebrate. Just understand there are additional layers that you can get to. And um, I think my mistake that I tend to make is I try to push people too far too quick sometimes. And I, you take it in the layers. You know, Go ahead and get that first step down where you're doing the SMS lead capture properly and you're getting you know, that engagement. And if you're, especially if you're speaking from the stage, you really want to make sure you're refining that process of when you show it. Because we've had people go from getting like 10, 20% to getting 125%. And then you go, well, how do you get 125% from, you know, the, uh, the stage? What you do is you do so good that people are texting the call to action to their friends. That's how you get over 100% of the room to actually text in. And that's very common once you get these concepts down that Chad was talking about. So just be sure. Oh, sorry. I don't want to cut you oh, off. Go ahead. A, a very good point with um, one of our associates there said that typing in, uh, putting in a business card. So like if I was at an event and I spoke and I put uh, text, text in 480-787-0991 and the number one on a business card. And you can also hand that out to people. So certain people that weren't even in your presentation can still opt in for your content. And so. And you see right here, it's one of my books. I'm trying to get, I don't have copies of all my books. I found this one somewhere when we were moving to this house. And I was like, oh, I got to throw that up on the wall in my office. This is the first book that I published. Um, it's called, Would You Like to Go Big? Do you, do you sell those, do you sell those book hangers? In the drill that I screwed or drilled the hole into the book with? No. But um, in the book, you'll find an SMS call to action as well. So this is another way, you know, if, if you got the business card, that's great. I always make sure that my book has a phone number on it and that there's at least one text message call to action in the book. If you got my book, How to Fix Your Funnel, you know there's some in there. Um, rate, like, not at this exact moment, but this week, uh, I have my daughter who she just graduated from high school. She's getting ready to go off to college, but I have her working with me. And so she just transcribed a bunch of podcast episodes. She's been doing a lot of uh, work on trying to get our blog kind of, you know, revamped and stuff. And uh, with that, though, we identified together some points. And so we got a new book coming out on text message marketing. So it kind of takes a lot of these different concepts. So I'll make sure everybody 
that is here gets a chance to get a copy of that book. Um, but that there is a, there's a lot of neat stuff that can happen when you understand these concepts that Chad's talking about. It it's 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 amazing how to how to change your business. I it, when we when I so when I would teach the speakers at Infusionsoft how to how to get people to take action, I broke, I gave them the methodology and then using the text messaging allowed them to impl- apply it. And so it's uh, it really changed their business. And so when you send out the one pager, it talks about how to get your audience audience enrolled, keep them engaged, and get them to take action. Understand. That Okay, so you're going to give them that one pager when they text in. I've just got the number and the phone or the keyword one and then the phone number up here. Right. And then, again, there's the QR code. If you want to scan it with your phone, you can. But um, when they get that one sheet, you're also giving them access to a video training module from your course, which I started to go through, by the way. A lot of people don't um, – uh, I'll explain. And we're, we're, I'm going to go through questions, make sure we didn't miss any questions because we're about done. We're at noon. But um, – when when uh, you start, we're first thinking about going full time into the business you're in right now, which is coaching, helping people that speak to speak better and more effectively in terms of you know obviously sales and revenue, but also moving people and helping them take action. Uh, I had the privilege of having Chad actually. He gave me some private course you know trainings as we're trying to go through his his uh, approach, and I learned a ton of great stuff. And so uh, when you sent me. Uh, the a preview of your training program. I was pretty excited about that because I'm like, oh, cool! It, he got and pulled it all together. Because that was, was that a year ago? It seems like it was a long. No, it was a couple of years ago, Ryan. I, Has I, it been that long? Yeah, just because I'd been I'd been toying with departing from Infusionsoft and starting my own consulting firm and and building this for a while, and then I had private clients reaching out and so it just all came together but when you and I spent all the all those late nights on the phone going through and uh, sharing and what you were doing was actually pulling out content from me and it all came in together in this course and it was you were very good at asking questions and poking holes and why, why did you say that why do you think that or how does that work and then it just came together and, and put it all together in a course. Well, it was exciting for me to see it come together. Okay, so for people who had some questions on the QR codes, I just want to address that. So um, the QR code that you see here is one that just comes from Fix Your Funnel. So if you're in Fix Your Funnel and you go to your messaging conversations, there's a tiny little gray button in the bar of buttons on the right. So the first one is like a link. That's the link that you can put on your website. So if people tap it on their mobile phone, it will open up the SMS conversation ready to go uh, with the keyword and the phone number already pre-filled in. And then the QR, the one right next to it looks like a tiny little QR code. If you click on that one, it shows what you see on the screen here, which is um, the a QR code that we generate automatically off of that same link. And the reason I'm telling you about the link and the QR code is one thing that we do, um, like when we're going to an event and we want to do a lead capture, let's say, at a booth, um, we'll print up a big QR code. But I go to QRCodeMonkey.com. I think that's the site. You can search for QR code monkey, And you can customize the colors. Um, you know, these dots are all squares. Yeah, but you can make them circles or whatever and then put your logo in the middle of it. And it's kind of cool because it's like branded. And then I just I have that printed out like in two foot by two foot so that people can just scan it. And that's really good. Also, I put it on slides. So if I'm giving my presentation, I'll put it up on the slides. And it's, again, another way for me to engage those people. I can kind of see who has their iPhone versus the Android. Androids, some Androids support it, some don't. But you should take a look at that. Let me just look, look through these uh, comments. We got a ton of comments. So that's um, a good sign for you. Chad, people loved what you were talking about. They were also telling me that your audio was bad, but that was my fault because <laughs> I fixed that later. So, oh, well, live and learn. Okay. Um, okay, we already covered those two. Lots of fix your funnels, great, changed my life forever. Uh, okay. Um, People check out of vids way faster than my presentation. That's my concern with the mid-pitch call to action. 
Um, so have you heard that before? Um, so I'm doing a video. So live, obviously, you can see if people are doing it or not. You can pull them back in. What's your thoughts on mid-video? No, video you can do video. You can do it a lot sooner because they've already shown a micro commitment by clicking on the video. So the video you can do it sooner. I feel like with video, your your big concern there is you've got to get them enrolled very quickly, and so. It, um, I don't know what the actual stats are, but my feeling is you've got about three to five seconds to get the person right. to focus, and then every second you're earning that continued focus or losing it. And so video, especially because when I'm thinking of video, here's what I'm thinking of in specific. And if you get good at this, then it's everything else is going to do better, but it's an interruption-based marketing. So I'm thinking about in a Facebook feed, um, I'm doing an ad with a video. You've really got to keep them engaged every second because you're earning every second. But the good thing is every second that you keep them, you earn more than just that next second. Because right. the longer they go, the more likely they are to watch the whole thing. If you go look at any of your video stats on any of your videos, what you're going to see is that Plato's principle, you know, the P curve. Then it's every time that way. And you look and go, geez, how come I can't get more people to finish the video? Well, the reason why probably is because your message didn't match that market or that person. You've got to say the right thing to the right person at the right time to get engagement. And so when you're creating that video, don't be afraid of the people you're going to lose because the people you're losing, either your message needs more work, meaning it's not enticing enough, it's not on point enough, and so you need to reduce down what you're saying or doing to get it distilled to the most powerful part. This is especially applicable for Facebook video. But once you've done that, don't worry so much about interrupting them because if you've got the hook, and I'm assuming you're going to go more than two minutes in that kind of scenario, then you'll get them. But the beautiful thing about video as opposed to live is live is the moment. You know, The past is not rewatchable in a live presentation. You only have the moment. So it does have some different weaknesses and strengths. The strength is you get to see people so you can modify what you're doing to match the, the energy and the response of the audience. The downside is, is there's only that moment. And so there is right. no past. With the video, unless you're stopping people from doing that, they have the ability to rewind. And so you, what you will see if you do look at good video stats is that people frequently do rewind when you come to something like that. So don't think that you have to have them do the call to action the first time you present it. You're presenting them it to make them aware of it, and then you got to get right back into value delivery because a lot of people, you're going to have only your most hyper-responsive people respond in the first call to action. The point of the first call to action being midway through isn't that everybody's going to do it midway through necessarily, especially in a video or a webinar. But you're making them aware that this is what they're supposed to do. Now, the rest of that video, you have the opportunity to earn that trust. So on the trust scale, for some people, boom, it's up real quick here. And so they go ahead and they do it. For other people, it's going to take time. That's why you introduce it and keep it along the bottom of the video throughout the remainder of the video. That way, hyper-responsive, quick, you know, fast-action people, they can go ahead and take it. They don't have to wait to the very end to get it unless that's what you want. And then the rest of them can get it as they do earn the trust. Do you have a different answer to that, Chad? I'm curious to hear. No, that's great. That's fantastic. Well, I have a good teacher, so Chad taught me everything I know. Okay. Um, someone just started using Michael started using uh, Fix Your Funnel, and it's crazy what they've already seen. I hope that's a good crazy. Um, some other people are using it for event invitations and reminders. And they said the click-through rate and registration skyrocketed with the text um, versus their emails. Um, they, other people are saying they get responses of, thanks, we'll see you there. How, did you guys ever get to the point where you were, because I, I think that maybe you guys weren't aware of the live texting component as much? We were just getting that. Okay. So did you do anything with that to engage people? No. So that was a missed opportunity. But Huge for a lot of people, so I want to just bring that up then, you know, not to rub anything because you guys, everybody learns what they learn and they get advantages from it, right? But the point is for everybody else that's watching this, I want you to know that it's really, if you want to really ramp up your sales, 
engage the lead in a conversation at the end of that automated conversation. So the final step in your automated conversation ought to be one of two things, in my opinion. Either a simple survey or an open-ended question that matches up with the context of what that conversation is so that you can engage them in a conversation right away. Um, I know that I have uh, friends that are you use Fix Your Funnel that have told me that what they'll do is they'll ask people, they'll say, go ahead and, and you know, text in your questions as we go along after they, they do the call to action. And then they have somebody on their team sitting in the back of the room taking those and responding to them. And people will be like, hey, how'd you do that? You know, and it kind of is in the middle of the presentation, but it, it creates a different environment, right? So you may say, well, I don't want people interrupting my presentation. Believe me. What you want is people interrupting your presentation to say, these guys are freaking different than everybody else I've ever been around. They actually care and answer questions. Because that, exactly. that is authenticity in its purest form, yes. is the ability to engage with the audience. And so don't be afraid to do that. Well, and, and, and it also allows them to build trust because they know you're not hiding anything from them either. Right. Exactly. So, awesome. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much. Uh, if you haven't already, you, I would recommend that you get the one pager. You know, here's, oh, holy cow, that just zoomed in. I didn't know that's what that did. So it's, um, it's, he's got uh, the perfect presentation, one pager. He actually covers more than he did in this. So I, hopefully your other video covers more on that um, so that they get a little more insight into that because we didn't quite get into the whole one pager. But it looks right. like you got quite a bit on there. Maybe you can send him a follow-up video that maybe explains a little bit of the overview of that worksheet with that if you haven't already. Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much, guys. It looks like no more questions are coming in. I really appreciate you, Chad, taking the time. I know you've got a lot going on, and you're doing some great work with the people you're working with. And I appreciate you sharing the insights from your story at Infusionsoft and beyond. Absolutely. Have an awesome day. Okay, you too. All right. See you, brother. Thanks, guys.